Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good Tuesday morning, all (laughs) y'all. It's actually live this morning. I think uh, in some of the groups and uh, and things I shared that uh, dad's uh, heart cath procedure has been postponed. We think he has a UTI. And when I called the um, cardiologist yesterday, he said, oh, no, I can't cut into him if he has an infection. (laughs) So we have to postpone that. I'm actually waiting for a call back from his office and uh, to see when they have rescheduled it. Now, he, the cardiologist, he said, uh, we'll do it next week. Well, I don't know (laughs) if he has, uh, if his schedule allows for dad to be fitted in to next week, but we'll see. And as as soon as I know something, I mean, I'll probably know today and then I can put it in some of the groups and um, I'll share it with you on Friday for sure. If nothing else is going on on Friday. So, yeah. Hey, so this is, uh, I am Robin Holstein of uh, Holstein House, and um, this is the uh, 95th episode of the Holstein House broadcast, and uh, it's Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. Um, This morning, I am uh, uh, talking you know, hosting a B&B from your home or from your small homestead or even off-site if you, if you like. I mean, a lot of people do that. They have properties. A big thing is they've put, you know, the um, tiny homes or, or uh, little campers or whatever, and they're, they're hosting out of those off-site somewhere. Um, answering questions about Airbnb, running a regular B&B from your property, uh, fall and winter preps on your garden uh, in your pantry, and uh, uh, food prep and storage questions and and anything else you happen to think of today. Uh, We'll try to answer. Um, I'm sorry, I am kind of not only just stammering a little bit this morning, but I also have a little bit of this um, allergy stuff going on. There's still some dampness in the basement here after last week's flood, and um, I'm having a little issue with some of the... um, uh, moldy mildew stuff that I haven't got cleaned up yet. And uh, I've got some of it done. I've still got a lot more to do. It's just been really hectic. Hectic. Good morning, Mike the Philippine Nomad. It is so good to see you live this morning. I just saw on um, on the Telegram group the, the picture that you posted with uh, with the little, um, little, little planter that you'd been putting some composting stuff in and getting some new life out of that. That was fun to look at. That was fun to look at. I was, I, that's exciting when you do stuff like that and it actually works. I have that with, um, with a little, uh, uh, lemon, um, lemon seed that I saved, uh, a while back and it's now, you know, a couple foot tall and, um, uh, it's uh, in the bathroom. I have to, I have to repot it. I've absolutely, the plan has been the last several days to repot that, but uh, I've had the distractions galore. And thankfully the little plant has been a little forgiving, but it's not going to be forgiving much longer. <laughs> so I need to get that taken care of. I hope you're staying dry down there. I know you guys have had a lot of, a lot of rough weather as well. A lot worse than what I had here course there's a lot of people in the community that had it a lot worse than I had here we had quite a bit of water last week and that was rough on me and I and I didn't hardly have uh, any any I mean we had water in the basement but we didn't have you know the mud and the nastiness and we didn't lose our house and everything and there's still a lot of people struggling with that well, so let's get going this morning. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Around the Holstein House this morning. Uh, this is where we're going to talk about uh, what's going on with the, the B&B or the bed and breakfast and uh, our, our new quick camp 
set up that we have um, some upcoming reservations, some trials and tribulations, guests from heaven, guests from hell, if it relates to uh, bed and breakfast. Uh, and uh, then we'll, we'll discuss that uh, here. We have just recently had a um, multi-night stay here at Holstein House. We had a young couple. They're actually, they currently live in Louisville, Kentucky, but they're originally from India. And uh, they were here on a motorcycle jaunt through um, through West Virginia. They were they went up to New River Gorge, and they poked around up there for a day, and then they went back up and did some four wheeling. One of the outfitters up in that area um, has a four wheeler uh, experience set up, and they went up and did that, and they had a really good time. They said we uh, we didn't get to talk a lot because they left shortly after breakfast because you know they were taking their motorcycles up and um and they stayed the day and then they come back in to showered and then went out for dinner and then come back so but that's that's the nature of the beast here when we do these uh in-home guests at the uh, at the bnb and um they were really really pleasant people and they were very interested in the ducks and chickens and a matter of fact they came in on a friday evening and on saturday morning after uh, after they were having breakfast, they poked their heads outside. Uh, Mr. Holstein was starting to cut up some of that tree that we had uh, down a couple weeks ago, and he was getting to the bigger pieces. He had already sorted like you know the smaller branches and things to one side and to another, and he had the saw out and he was sawing stuff. And they came out while I was uh, feeding the ducks and the chickens, and they started asking questions about them and want, well wanted to know can they come out. I'm like yeah yeah sure come on. And uh, they were very fascinated, very fascinated. And they came out a little while on Sunday as well and um, <clears throat> and talked a little bit. Uh, I didn't have as much time on Sunday because I had to get ready to go to church. But um, we talked we talked a good little bit yesterday as well. And, uh, and they were just very, very polite, very clean as far as tidy in the room. They didn't leave a big mess. And um, they, they, you know, the food that they brought in, they made sure that it wasn't laying on stuff that was in the trash can. I mean, you sometimes will have guests that, um, you know, they just don't care. They just don't care. And so they'll leave wet, wet towels on your good furniture. They'll leave uh, trash in the floor. They won't ask about a trash can. They just throw stuff all over and you go in and it's a nightmare to clean the room. These, uh, this young couple, um, had all of their water bottles that they had brought in with them, uh, which I told them, I said, you know, we've got filtered water in the refrigerator, but um, they brought, you know, they went ahead and got their own water and uh, they had them all in one, one bag and they had their, um, their uh, food wrappers and things in another. I mean, they just really, I just was able to go in and say, huh, pick it all up and take it out. It wasn't a matter. I didn't have to scrub, scrub. I do need to um, run the vacuum again. I wanted to, because this isn't a reflection on my guests. This is a reflection on the reality of renting a room out of your home or even, you know, an offsite uh, establishment is that when you have, pe when you have people coming and going, you, you don't, you don't know where they've been. And so you don't know what um, what they might be bringing with them. In the case of, uh, well, just using this couple, and I've mentioned this before with other folks, they were going out to the New River Gorge. They would be um, walking the trails out in the woods, and the possibility for them to bring in um, the dogs sitting over here, <laughs> bring in ticks and things into the house is is very high. Because, you know, if you're out in the woods, poking around, walking the trails, you know, doing those kind of things, the, getting ticks on your clothes is very possible. So one of the things that I do is I spray the rooms. Uh, I spray the rooms, then I vacuum, then I spray them again. And that helps reduce the possibility that ticks or things like that are brought into the room. And you also have the reality of bed bugs. People who travel can bring bed bugs. They can be very clean people. It doesn't have anything to do with their hygiene or anything like that. Bed bugs 
can get on your luggage, can get in your clothes and things just from setting them down in the floors in your guest room. You know, so you go to a hotel and you set your, your things down on the floor. If someone before you brought in bed bugs, then you can pick those up on your luggage and bring them in. And it's um, with, you know, international travelers and things like that, it, it increases the possibility that uh, that you're going to experience that. So having a good uh, precautionary setup in your establishment uh, is key to keeping, you know, those kind of things under control and not uh, not having someone, you know, come in and say, oh, my gosh, you know, and, and that's another reason you, you go through and you inspect. It's a big reason I use white sheets or light colored sheets and light colored blankets and light colored duvet and things so that I can spot these things before they get out of hand. So uh, they were a very, very, you know, very nice couple. Um, they took good care of the room. It was a really nice experience having them them stay and they were very fun to talk to and uh, Betty and Bob liked them <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't get too excited uh, that they came and, and went they they were pretty pretty well um, adjusted to them they, they liked them very well I have a new promo code for my uh, direct book guests related specifically uh, to the podcast or broadcast. And I've been saying this for a little while that I needed to update that. Well, I've done that now. And so folks who hear this on a podcast or see the video uh, on YouTube or Rumble or wherever else it may end up, we now have uh, Broad 5. So that's easy to remember, Broad, B-R-O-A-D, the number 5, Broad 5 is a 5% discount for your direct book stay at Holstein House. So if you go to um, Holstein House on robinholstein.com, and yeah, I need to um, I need to get back on uh, building the holsteinhouse.com uh, page. I, I don't have that up and ready yet, but you go to robinholstein.com, uh, look for Holstein House on the menu, click on the words Holstein House, and uh, check your dates for your travel if you if you're traveling to or through West Virginia uh, on Interstate 6477 or the West Virginia Turnpike. Then, uh, if the dates are open and you want to stay with us, in, uh, when you book the room, use Broad Five and you will get five percent off your stay at Holstein House. Oh, let's see where I'm. Oh, da, da. Uh, quick camp. We are setting up our quick camp, which is a uh, a, a tent camping um, stopover here at Holstein House. It's uh, it's not quite ready. I'm still waiting to get the, the roof on the doghouse finished up, and that should happen this week. Um, I need to do some additional cleaning of the yard uh, now that the garden, and we'll talk touch on that a little bit, is is about over, um, and get get things sorted and set out and look around and see where the best spots for this, that, and the other are. We'll have uh, three spaces for tent camping. This will be uh, for one or two night stays only. We're not doing long term stopovers. It's just a, just a quick one or two nights uh, for folks who are tent campers who are traveling you know, two or through West Virginia using the West Virginia Turnpike Interstates 6477. Uh, we're not a campground, so, I, you know, we're not going to have long-term stays here. We're just going to have, you know, one or two night stays as a maximum. Um, well, one night or two night maximum, I guess, is the best way to put that. Uh, so we're just offering quick, quick stop. Uh, quick stop for tent campers uh, traveling through the area, simply setting aside enough space for a two-person tent. We're not looking at we we're not we're not going to be open to children because of the pets and the and the birds and things. We don't provide anything for children, so um, this would just be you know one or two adults in, in passing through. Uh, we might offer a fire pit uh, because the outdoor outdoor burning season is such that and conditions can be such that uh, you're not allowed to use them all the time so I'm not I don't want to say it's always going to be there uh, it's going to be there most like we're gonna I'm gonna try to have something but it will only be available when uh, we're permitted when it's not uh, when you're when it is a burning season that you can have a fire outdoors 
and there's not some kind of ban because of the weather. Because, you know, sometimes um, it gets dry and they, they throw the flag and say no outside burning, period you know, until further notice, and it may be a couple weeks. So we'll, uh, it'll be, it'll revolve, revolve around that. But uh, I have a small fire pit. I don't really like it that well. Um, it's kind of, it's on wheels and it's kind of clunky and the top flies off all the time every time a gust of wind comes through with a rainstorm. So I want to get something different. I have it in my mind what I want, but I don't know where I want to put it. So Putting a, uh, a regular fire pit ring in the yard means that there's a burn spot in the yard. We have an area that we burn woody debris, like he's burning the trees and stuff. That's not the area that would be conducive to the tent camping. So I'm trying to work that out in my mind, how we'll, how we'll get that. Uh, I, I like the idea of the the one that I have, which is small because it's on wheels. I can move it back and forth, but I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but uh, I don't like the style of it, I guess is what I'm looking at. Uh, Airbnb is always an option if you want to book a Holstein House. We do have an account, have had an account with Airbnb since 2017, and we've been superhost, we've lost superhost, we've been superhost, we've lost superhost, and the, the superhost calculation is done on the number of stays in a given period of time. Um, they look at it over a year from like today, a year back, and then, you know, tomorrow to be tomorrow and a year back. So it's not like from January to December. So it's a year from the current date back. And uh, if you don't have a lot of stays in that period of time, like a lot of times I, I block off time through the holidays, so it cuts down on the number of stays, then um the 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 ratio is shifted the ratios change so you don't it's not like you've had um five bookings a week for you know 52 weeks i've had five bookings uh in a period of five months say just because of the weather i mean it's it's just an example so that 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 percentage changes all the time of what constitutes um the the high percentage and if you get hit with a low um, star rating at all, and we've talked about this before, that uh, one of the ladies that stayed here, she'd booked for two nights. Um, she didn't read the description completely. And so she was mad when I reminded her that she had to check in by 6 o'clock in the evening. Between The window to check in is 3 to 6 p.m. She was mad. It was a, a nasty, not nasty, I mean, just a contentious back and forth in the in the messaging uh, of Airbnb. And she hit me with twos across the board simply because she was unhappy um, that I was I said, you didn't read. You have to be here. That's part of the process. That's part of my rules. And she said, well, I've never heard of, you know, who would have thought and all this. And I'm like, it's right there. It's right there. And we've had the number of reviews and the number of people we've had stay that get it, that saw it. And then she didn't. Anyway, it's really, it's really tough to challenge that, which, which is another reason using Airbnb is so frustrating for the host is because the ratings are so subjective. I get hit every now and again that the location is not very good. Well, it's very, you know, I'm very upfront about the community that the house is in, uh, how far it is from here to Charleston, how far it is to New River Gorge. I give that in miles and time. On average, it takes, uh, if you take the interstate, it takes 45 minutes to get to New River Gorge. But if you take US 60 and the traffic's bad and you get behind a, uh, a log truck, I mean, it could take a lot longer. So anyway, so the ratings... Uh, the ratings is that's how they determine the superhost status. I don't get all jacked up about it. I don't try to oversell and overpromise and and just butter everybody up to get those five star ratings. I'm very honest with them. Look, I want you to be fair, but I also want you to read. You have to read. So when I get a new booking, I say please make sure you've read the entire description because the most frequently missed thing is the check-in window, and here it is. So um, it, it can be frustrating. But, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, I've been with Airbnb since 2017. 
Uh, we did, we were closed during that period when everything was closed back in, you know, the spring of 2020. Um, I probably won't do that again. I have the ability to direct book. I have the alternative air BTC, which is uh, a, a beta program uh, for booking using Bitcoin. Um, I I, if you are a person who is going to be traveling and it looks like things are going to cr get cracked down, Airbnb was insane. They wanted X amount of nights in between bookings. So if you came in today and you checked out in the morning, they didn't want that room booked again and they would block your calendar for you. That kept me from getting bookings. Uh, it was so frustrating the things that they wanted you to prove as a host that I just closed my calendar for a big period of time through the winter uh, in 2020. And so, um, you know, I debated and debated on whether to even continue with them because it was so aggravating, but they weren't the only ones. I don't use the other online travel companies. So um, I, I have the ability to direct book. And so those who are of like mind, who are um, not, afraid to travel, uh, will be able to go to robinholstein.com and direct book. So um, I'm happy to, to uh, be able to do that. What are the amenities of the quick camp? Well, what are the amenities of the quick camp? Mike is asking. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> it's just a spot to stop. Uh, Mike, it's just, um, uh, I will probably provide, but it's especially for the nights, um, an outdoor uh, toilet facility. It's not going to be a, a Porter John kind of thing because that if I, if I had a bigger um, place and was doing and expecting to have uh, campers all the time, I might put a Porter John out there, but I will have a, um, a very rustic facility, you might say, with a hand washing station and um, a, a, a toileting facility and um, um, a way to take care of all of that waste and, uh, and things. So, but it's just really going to be a spot for your tent between here and there, because, you know, if, you, if you're not wanting to get off of the beaten path and go out to one of the national parks to stop overnight, uh, if you're traveling uh, north to south or south to north, and um, you don't want, I mean, because to get to some of the campgrounds, you got to go off, off the interstate um, 20 or 30 minutes, which is not a whole lot, but, you know, I'm just a few miles. You know, it takes about five minutes to get here off of the interstate. And, um, you know, if you're just looking for a good uh, a spot to stop and, uh, and rest, then uh, you, you'll be welcome once we get everything set up. Uh, I have a pop-up uh, toilet thing, toilet house thing i forget what the title what it's actually called but it's a it's a pop-up um and i'll have a um a a place to go and then i have a hand washing uh station that will have a a pump you know like usually your foot you pump the water wash your hands towels on the side and that kind of stuff i'll do i'll have a picture that i can share when i get it all when i get a a everything ready and, and set up a spot and i'll i'll have a picture to show so a hose and bucket would do me fine a bucket will be part of it <laughs> i mean i've already i've already worked it out in my mind i just so there there would be two one would have some um pine pelleting to cover up and absorb in the other one i don't want to get too graphic but um yeah a, you know the kind of stuff that you would that that uh, you would you would take with you uh camping you know and um so it it would be it would be uh it's like a it's like a double pop-up shower thing uh but one side would be for the toilet bucket and the other side for the hand washing i do i actually did get the because i was going to do the um hip camp and then they turned me down so i had the um I know that people will need to go at night and through the day, you know, it'd be okay to come into the house. Uh, but through the night, you know, I'm going to have the house locked up, but this would be a, one of those pop-up shower tent thingies where you can have the 
toilet bucket on one side and the hand washing station and I got it's a it's a plastic hand washing plastic PVC thing um, that will have towels and stuff on it it'll be okay it'll be okay I'll show I'll show everybody when when I get it get it together and but I want to get the um, the doghouse roof finished up so that I can uh, I can um, you know kind of set it up and it'll be easier for everybody to understand when I do that general projects around the house around Holstein house the dog house which I've talked about ad nauseum <laughs> is um, is uh, the, the roof is just about finished uh, they've been coming around 9 30 or 10 in the mornings um, I don't think they're here yet this morning. I haven't seen any evidence of them. I've got a little window here. I could have watched them walk past. Might have missed it, but I don't think I did. They have all of the roofing on, I believe, from where I could see. They, but they have these, um, they're not really vents, but like, so you it's a metal roof. And uh, so the metal roofs come here and then you have like a cap a cap piece that goes over the top so they've got to do that i believe i believe that's the last piece they've got and then clean up after themselves and then hand me a bill <laughs> i have to pay it's going to be crazy but i should be able to start clearing stuff out now um getting rid of stuff that uh that doesn't need to be in there uh trying to i don't sell things very well i really don't i I mean, I can have a yard sale. I could have gold bricks out there for $2 a piece and people would not stop at my yard sales. So I don't, I just don't have stuff that people like to buy, I guess. But um, I will uh, try to uh, get some of that stuff to the local thrift uh, and um, um, nonprofits like the Goodwills and the Salvation Armies and the, and the, um, Mountain Mission and the uh, Union Mission and stuff like that that are in the area. Heart and Hands, which is affiliated with the um, Methodist Church, will will try to get stuff out to everybody. Um, so there's a and there's a lot of things in there, a lot of books and things that I have collected over the course of um, my career and um, as a as a administrative assistant, virtual assistant, virtual. Um, um, administrative consultant uh, there's over the course of my career I mean I'm 58 I've done a lot of stuff and I've got a lot of books I love books I hate to get rid of books but there's probably a lot there that I need to just let go I mean I'm surrounded by books right here and um, I probably haven't cracked most of them man in probably well 10 years or more so um, it's because some of them don't apply to me now in the in the stage of life that I'm in and the things that I'm doing uh, career-wise and and stuff so I could let them go I just hate to <laughs> I just hate to so but I need to get on that the Ramsey house uh, it, it it's still there <laughs> I've got to empty it as well so I have these two two structures I've got to empty um, I need to, I, I've just got to be able to do it. I've got to find time to do it. And um, it's really, it's really more difficult than I imagined. You know, it's like, oh, well, we can just get rid of all this stuff. Well, now I've got to do it. Uh, and there's, and keeping up with everything else. And uh, there's just one of me and every, all the rest of it. It's, it's, uh, it's really challenging to get all of these done, things done. The basement. The bunker where I'm at now, um, where I do my most uh, of my live recordings here in my broadcasting. I do my coursework for the church. I'm do, I do my notary work when I have it. And I do my record keeping and, and paying bills and all that stuff. Um, there is still some dampness here that I've got to find and deal with. I can I can feel and, and smell the damp, uh, moldy mildew and I've just got to get rid of some some more stuff. So I um, I'm not sure where it is. I but anyhow, I, I've got to I've got to get that done as well. The garden uh, we have uh, right now 
the outside garden, the container garden, is just about shot. Um, of course, we, we took a big hit figuratively and literally when the tree limb came down a few weeks ago and took out the tomato plants, the uh, green pepper plants were making a comeback. And I looked this morning and it does appear that um, something has nibbled away all of the green peppers that were coming on. So I looked at that while I was uh, filling up the duck water in the little swimming pools. And I just shook my head because I just am at wit's end with this. Uh, there's nothing I can do now at this point um, to even protect them, to get them up. And I, I didn't have this issue before, but a neighbor feeds the groundhog. And she was tickled at one point because she was able to actually hold food out I don't know if it was lettuce or cabbage or whatever she was holding out to them. And the the one would, would get right up right up to her and take it from her. So she was tickled with herself about that. Well, that's all well and good, but now the groundhog has decimated my garden. And there's baby groundhogs. And so the proliferation proliferation of groundhog. I could eat them. I could eat them. But uh, so the outside garden is winding down. The strawberries on the front porch are winding down. I'm in the process of trying to decide how to manage them. There's no electric at the doghouse. The, the meter's gone. Um, the electric is on glass fuses. It's all that all that's got to be replaced. So I can run an extension cord enough to um, put. Uh, some things out there. I could put strawberries. I could put my plants out there that I want to try to overwinter. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have an area here in the in the bunker um, that I tried to save my um, uh, ferns last year, and it was a really big mess. But it it involves a um, those grow lights that has red and blue on it and I know I didn't have that thing dialed in correctly and I just really cooked most of the stuff that was in there <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't turn out well at all but I can try that again um, I can trim those strawberry plants back I can take the babies and put them in some soil and set them somewhere different and try a couple of different methods with them and see if I can save them through into um, next spring. I did have someone from the extension office tell me that if you can keep like potatoes, if you can keep the potatoes from freezing when we have our coldest spells and we usually get um, maybe a couple weeks altogether, a really hard freeze, we get cold, we get below freezing, but hard freeze, we don't get hard freeze very long. Uh, that like keeping uh, container potatoes against the house where you can protect them from the cold. You could probably salvage your, or keep your potato plants all year round. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to try a couple other things and um, I'm going to see if I can keep those. I, I just hate to be to buy them again. I end up with all these plastic plants and um I just planters, I should say, not plastic plants, but planters. And I, I just, it's just, I get tired of trying to deal with those and try to, tired of trying to throw them away or recycle them. And that's aggravating. That's aggravating. Oh, livestock. Here I want to talk a little bit about the chickens and ducks and other potential small food sources. Uh, the chickens are. They continue to not, um, oh, hey, Carla, good to see you. I don't know when you came in there, if you're still there. I'm, I'm reading some other stuff, so I'm not seeing the live feed, real, um, uh, the live chat there as much as, um, as what I'm reading. But the livestock, I've got some, uh, the chickens are winding down. Uh, they're molting again, some of them. And they are not producing eggs as often. So it's taking multiple days to get uh, just even six or eight eggs. The um, I'm not in a hurry to dispatch them. 
maybe I should be. Uh, but the kids are still free range and they're still out in the yard um, eating mostly bugs and grubs and, and, and things that chickens eat. So they're not really costing me uh, that much in feed. Um, they are eating a little bit, but I'm not putting out as much either. So um, the ducks, the ducks, I've had a conversation with Mr. Holstein. I've kind of decided to take the, um, take the young males, the drakes, and uh, leave daddy duck because he will be, um, he'll be tough meat. The, the baby ducks, well, they're not babies anymore. They're grown, but um, the male, the young males will not be as tough. Um, I'm not going to fool around with trying to rehome them. I just don't see, I've, I've kind of been looking around at uh, requests and people, you know, I don't see people saying I need some drakes. I need to diversify the um, genetics in my, my ducks, um, uh, brood of ducks, or uh, flock is the word I'm looking for. And, um, I don't see that. Everybody's trying to get rid of males of all kinds, males, chickens, males, ducks, males, male, all kind of stuff. Because, you know, you only really need one if you need that, if you're going to breed them. Daddy Duck is uh, proven. Yeah, he's old. He could keel over at any time, I guess, really. Um, but uh, that's that's pretty much what I've decided. So... I, we talked about it. Um, he has dispatched uh, poultry before as a, as a younger man living with his parents. And um, I told him, I said, well, do I, don't I need to get a cone? And don't, because we need to drain. No, we don't need all that stuff. Just need a hatchet. <laughs> well, okay. I guess I can just use a hatchet. Um, I would rather he do it, but I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to be the one. Be, I need to be able to do it because mostly they're mine. So I need to do that. But uh, I'll have to. He is um, He is more a fan of skinning them in that, rather than plucking because it's quicker and easier. I'm sitting here thinking, but the skin has, most, has some great nutrients and fats and stuff. And uh, I don't, uh, I, I kind of I don't want to skin them. I want to keep the... Uh, I want to keep the uh, the skin on them. So I, maybe one of each, <laughs> because we got to, you know, we got to take, take two, we got to take two. So that's where we are. Uh, that's going to happen. I want, I need a cooler day or it needs to be cooler evening because I don't want to be fighting the heat and the stink and the, and the bugs and stuff. I haven't, uh, I can't wait too very long because they're being very rough with the female ducks. And um, we're talking, you know, two males trying to get after one female. And it, it's not, it doesn't work out very well, but they keep trying it. And it's just very rough. And I just, I just don't, I just don't want to do that. So we got to pick, pick the dates for that. Church life, uh, here's where I talk about things going on with my faith or with my church and with my studies uh, in the church. I have um, completed, uh, uh, oh, what is it, Less, uh, is it six or five? I forget. So, so the uh, certified um, lay minister class that I'm taking isn't exactly <clears throat> 12 classes. Uh, it takes a year. It's like um, eight classes, and I am on. Um, I just submitted. Uh, oh, let me see. Is it six? I want to say it's six. Yeah, assignment six. So we've got. Um, uh, so we've got. Well, we meet at the beginning of the month to go over the prior month stuff. So the stuff that I just submitted for assignment six was for August. So um, I've got to complete September, October, November, December. And January, I'm pretty sure, is not a full uh, course. I 
might have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure January is just a, a um, wrap up kind of thing. So we'll, we'll have that done. I'll have, I've got, so I've got about five more, five more months of um, course work to do on that. And I will submit, it doesn't automatically mean I'm a certified lay minister. It means that I have completed the coursework and then there's an interview that has to happen. And the, the inter you, I interview with folks at the, at the district office and um, I'm not sure. I think it's a like a team, including my district superintendent, but I don't think the bishop is there. And then if I meet all their qualifications, whatever that means, um, they would uh, certify me as a lay as a lay minister. And I'm actually having a couple of down days on that. I, um, I I'm really struggling. Our our church hasn't. Um, we're kind of hanging in there, but that's about it. So we're kind of stagnant. Um, I was really excited a couple weeks ago because we had some some increase in activity. We had some increase in people participating, and then it kind of fell away. Now I, I'm getting, I'm you know, it may just be, you know, um, a phase. Uh, it may be just that I'm tired, and I'll be all right once I get a little more rest or I get over a few things. But I'm I'm really struggling with the ability to keep the church going, and um, I. I'm not getting things that I need to keep certain things going. We have a newsletter that's go that goes out, um, and I had asked for some input on that newsletter and got a message, hey, I'm running behind, but I'll get it to you. And I'm like, okay, great. Well, that was a week ago, and it needed to go out last week. So I'm trying to finish it up this morning or today and get that out um, today or tomorrow because I really want, like I said, I wanted it out last week. I want it out ahead. I don't want it, I mean, it, the, the, and, I, and when I ask for this um, uh, letter to go in it, I ask, I said, I need it by, before the end of the month so that it goes out. And I didn't get it. So I'm, I'm frustrated with that. I'm frustrated with, um, not a lot of support. Well, we we're, we have support. We have members who are still supporting. We have members who are, are faithful to the church. That's not what I mean. Um, I just, there's just, I'm just kind of tired. I think that's what it boils down to. I'm just tired and I, I'm having a bad couple of days and, and, um, uh, and that's it. But, uh, uh, I, my faith is strong. I know the Lord is with me and the Lord will, can make anything happen if he wants it to. And, and I, I believe that he wants it to, and I'm just having a couple down days about it. So, um, I've got my ums, ums back. I'm, I've noticed that I've been doing that. My ums are back. Oh, what happened there? There it is. Oh, thought I'd missed, thought I'd lost something there. <laughs> Well, kids, let's see. What are we doing? We got about 20 more minutes. So I've kind of rambled through stuff pretty quick. I um, I don't want you to forget. Uh, if you if you come along this far, don't forget to like. And so if you haven't already subscribed, please do. And, um, and, and thumbs up. The thumbs up does help whenever, regardless of whether you see it live or whether you see it in a replay. The thumbs up does help. Um, poke those algorithms as, as I say in the uh, towards the end and um, it, it helps um, create a, a, a cycle of the the video being shown to other people and it uh, helps spread the word and it helps us uh, reach more people and I'm hoping that I can create a little more interesting, <laughs> live streams with a little more interesting information uh, I'm going to also try I ha I'm going to try to rework um, some of the subject matter and um, try to focus a little more and uh, or find a focus find a better focus for this I, I I feel as though that there's something that people are looking for that they're not getting but I don't know what that is because they're not sharing with me well 
I, I like this part, but I didn't like this part. I need to know more about something else. Um, I need to know more, share more recipes, share more videos of you making recipes, share more videos of the ducks. <laughs> so I'm looking for some input. Uh, I need, do need to um, get the, uh, the regular page uh, rebuilt for Holstein House and uh, stop uh, and get it off of my own personal site. Not that there's anything wrong with my personal site, but I think it's marketing-wise, it's going to be a little better to get um, HolsteinHouse.com up and running. That's going to take some time to sit down and focus. And one of the things I just don't have a lot of time, a lot of is that kind of time. I've gotten myself uh, scattered, as we all tend to do sometimes. And sometimes it's hard to pull back in. I, uh, excuse me for turning around here. For those of you watching the live feed, I am going to work on, not that, um, promoting a couple of things that I've kind of touched on, but I, I don't really, I feel very self-conscious uh, promoting myself. And I know that I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people do that. Um, one of the things that I don't promote very well is my book, Everyday Upcycle. And I'm going to show this to you here for those of you on the video. I've showed this before. I've talked about it before. Um, Everyday Upcycle is a compilation of um, articles that I wrote or stories that I wrote on upcycling projects um, when I was writing for Tulane Living, which was a magazine put out by my friend Lisa Miney. And... Uh, they're very, very simple little projects that anybody can can do. Like here's one, um, taking old um, jelly jars and, and making uh, apothecary jars out of them. Let's see if you can see that without much glare. There we go. Apothecary jars. Um, taking old uh, cabinet doors and making... Um, little chalkboard signs, taking old, uh, oh, those are old pants, <laughs> uh, where is it, darn it, oh, there's my rain barrels, I've showed the rain barrels to you before, uh, what I want to, there's one. This is one of my all-time favorites. I called them seamstress little helpers, and they're and you're using um, little uh, vintage plates and candle holders to make um, uh, magnetized, uh, uh, well, seamstress helpers. <laughs> they hold your straight pins, and you can hold a couple little uh, pair of scissors and and some thread and bobbins and stuff when you're when you're sewing or or uh, embroidery or anything like that. So I have um, I have that book out there. I also have um, all little tea for tweets. I called it tea for tweets. And as you take these uh, vintage teacups, or they can be cracked coffee cups or anything that you that uh, uh, you could use and and making uh, bird seed holders out of them so there was there were several things out of that and that's everyday upcycle that's available on amazon um i think i have it marked down to like i don't know a couple bucks or so and now this one is more recent and i've shared this with several of you and um it's the uh it's the recipe book uh super meals for tight budgets and this is used this is a book this is a recipe book that uses um soup it's soup based foods uh let me this is hard because it's it's actually an ebook um you can print it out on eight and a half by eleven sheets of paper which is what i've done and uh then bind it yourself so which is also what i've done so if you can i don't the glare on this stuff i'm never sure about the glare so this one is um is uh, breakfast bacon and tomato and you take bacon you take cheddar cheese soup milk lemon juice cayenne pepper a uh, couple medium potato tomatoes potatoes tomatoes and some toast and you make uh, a good breakfast out of that and that's now granted 
the stuff in this, and I always try to point this out, they're kind of high in sodium because the soups are high in sodium. But this is really easy stuff that you can use and you can keep your family fed in between paydays or really when times are extra tight. Um, then I have in there, I have a list. Um, this was the day, this was back in October of last year, the prices of the soups as of last year to give you an idea of how much the, each can cost. And then you're using each can for more than one serving. So um, prices per serving. I've, I talked a little bit about uh, breads and crackers, servings, cheeses, uh, storing unused soup, um, used by dates. A little I have a, a shopping list for, see again the glare, shopping list for uh, the entire um, recipe book. And uh, so what you get in this one is breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, soup-based, conversion table for um, measurements, ways to connect with me and a little bit about my yeah, background, links used in the publication. Because I And I, in the front of it, I talk a little bit about my history and... Um, um, it's you can't read it here. It's a letter to, to uh, anybody who's reading it, and it talks about when I was a young uh, housewife, a young military uh, EF or PFC wife in the military, and things to talk a little bit about rehydrating, dehydrating, and stuff like that in there. But uh, yeah, so it's super meal ideas for tight budgets, and it is a um. It is a direct download. I can, uh, it's on my website. It's a direct download. You can go to robinholstein.com and, um, and get that. Uh, Carla says, I remember this. And I'm not sure what it was you remembered, Carla. <laughs> what did you remember? The book? The recipe book? Uh, oh, or the upcycling. Probably the upcycling book because she says she's been upcycling for uh, a long time for decades. Yeah, upcycling is just using stuff in a new way, using old stuff in a new way. Oh, Triple X, greetings. I love you too. Oh, you must be a scammer. You know, you've hit the big time when you go. Oh, the upcycling book. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Carla says the upcycling book. I don't know who Triple X is. Might not want to know who Triple X is. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it clean keep it clean so I've got those things um, going on I, uh, I that I have uh, have shared I've got a couple other books on um, Amazon as well I've got a nursery rhyme book let me see if I can share the cover on that I've got a window here somewhere that Boo, 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 boo. I've got, oh, oh, I know this is, I forgot to share this with you. I was going to share this with you. Um, this is, uh, this is, I did some work on the, um, on the chicken coop. I want to smack the roof because I had the dogs up there chewing on his dumb leg where he's been in the cat food again. Um, I can hear him. So real quick on the chicken coop, I did, uh, I changed some stuff. Remember I told you a while back that I have a, um, it's like a Rubbermaid building. It's a plastic building. And this is, this is where my coop is. So what you're seeing now, for those of you uh, who are looking and for those of you who are on the, um, audio only. I'm sorry you can't see this. This is the inside of the coop. I just changed out the litter. I took out the um, the uh, decomposing um, pine shavings and stuff out and put some fresh straw in. So these, these two things here are plastic milk crates and you can get them in a lot of places. I've had these for a long time as you can tell. I've had them in the coop for a long time. I had them fastened a little differently though. I had them zip tied together and kind of strapped hanging from a fastener I didn't get a good picture of the actual fastener but this this um this building the storage building uh 
came with these and they're kind of um, L-shaped. And down in here, they have a little, a little screw on them that you screw and they're designed to put up um, shelving and stuff that are, are made for this particular type of plastic storage building. But what I did is I drilled a hole in the back of this uh, plastic milk crate and fastened this uh, little bracket or whatever it's called to it so that I could hang these. So there's two, one on each corner uh, on the inside of the storage shed. There are also two, as you see these boards back, these roost boards back here, there are two on each end. I screwed those into two uh, on each end of these boards to make um, roosts for the chickens. And um, it has worked out really well. Um, oh, this is a little video. I think it will play. Let me see if it will play. Yeah, you should be able to see this. For those of you on the, um, I'm not sure if the audio is going to sound on it. It's just the girls making noises. That's all it is. There's no, it's not me talking in the background or anything. And what it's going to show is this girl's going to be interested in this and she's going to hop up there here in just a second. Uh, I really don't want to take all three minutes to do this though. Let's see. Can I speed this up? She's looking around. She's looking around to see the, um, The thing, this is the wrong dumb video. I shouldn't have picked this one. Actually, I didn't pick it. It was just there on the, um, there she is. She's looking, hey, what's that? What's that something new right there? Hmm, what is that? I'm going to give that a quick look. Hmm, well, nope. Maybe I'll go, but nope. I'm going to, going to, going to, nope, psych psyching you out psyching you out and whoop whoop i'm gonna maybe maybe not i'm gonna look at this more am i gonna there we go so she hopped up in there now i'll save you uh from all, all the rest of that she uh, <laughs> she um let me put that on there <gasps> She she did uh, get up there and sit down and poke around a little bit, and then she um, hopped right back out. So there's that. Well, kids, we are close. What are we? About two and a half minutes away from being finished up for the day. I really appreciate you guys being here and stopping in. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I am. Uh, I'm working on a new um, a new layout uh, or a new um, format uh, on the I'm struggling here because I'm distracted. Sorry, uh, a new format for the pod uh, the broadcast, and I I really want to um, to dial it in. I really want to dial it in and get a little more focused. And I'm not really sure where that is. I'm just such, I am such an eclectic person. I'm all over the place all the time. Um, I, I'm into so many different little things and pulled in so many different directions that I just, I'm, I can't focus on one thing. And it shows. <laughs> it shows. It shows. So I do appreciate you guys being here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up for the day. Carla, thank you for stopping in. It's good to see you again. I haven't seen you for a little while. We still haven't done that lunch. I still have your shirt over here. I'm not wearing it. This one's mine. But I do want to, um, I do need to also design a few more things for the Etsy store. I do even have an Etsy store and I don't even spend enough time on that. So maybe I will, uh, I need to do a few uh, 10, 20 second um commercial type things and, and get those posted. I have done a few um, shorts. I've used, I've been doing a few um, clips and shorts and putting a few things up uh, to try to see how that's going to work. It's done a little bit for drawing attention to the shorts, but it hasn't done anything to help the subscriptions. So we'll see. I have to get something else worked out, but that's okay. It's a, it's a marathon. That's what they like to say, not a sprint. <laughs> 
So I'm going to go there and I really appreciate you guys being here today. I appreciate you um, um, chiming in and, and, and sharing your thoughts and, and Mike and Carla and even Triple X there. <laughs> Thanks a lot and I will see you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.